tight. It's falling oh, into the oh, goodness. Chris Lynn has taken the wild thing and sent him possibly under the roof. It's on the roof. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. Today we're going to be talking about Prem form players, Six Nations, Sevens team so far, and our Premier League all-time eleven. But we're going to start with some scenarios from Sam, like always. Right, scenario number one for today. If you could go to dinner with, I'll say, three sportsmen, who would you choose? Have you got any, Sam? So, I've I've got... I think Joe Marler and James Haskell will be a very good pair to go to dinner with. Yeah. But I've picked Andrew Flintoff. Yep. Um... I've gone for James Haskell as well. And Maro Itoje? No. Slade, Slade, Slade. No, I haven't actually thought of that one, but I'll go for a footballer. I'll go for, what's his name? Uh, Big Lad. Who I'll put in my, uh, I've forgotten his name. Uh, oh my God, I've forgotten his name. What position? He was on, he's on League of the Road and always ends up naked. Oh, Neil Razor Ruddock. Yeah, I remember. The thing is, you could pick like three good, three good people individuals, or you could like play tactically and get like three people that like absolutely hate each other. Yeah. Oh, and like Messi on the same one, that'd be interesting. Yeah, Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury, and Deontay Wilder. <laughs> Stand in the middle of a three-way fight. See, I was uh, I was actually going for Tyson Fury. Uh, Roy Keane and Joe Marler. They were, they were my three that first came to mind. Yeah, I, Conor McGregor's another one. I reckon he'd be so funny. That's a legendary shout for Could me. Could you go for... Oh, no. Jamie Carragher and Gary Neville? They seem like they got on very well. You could have a you could have a class chat with them, couldn't you? Yeah, you could, you could. I'd go Conor McGregor, Joe Marler, and... I'm not sure who my other one would be. McGregor's a great show. Mm, 100%. Who are you going to no. Yeah, I think it's going to be Marla, Fury, Roy Keane. But then again, I think Roy Keane and Conor McGregor would get on very well. Mm. Yeah, I, I could agree with that. What, Keane, McGregor, and I'd have then Joe Marla. That'd be some dinner. Yeah, it would be. You'd eat some food on there, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, scenario number two for today. Which changing room would you rather be in at the end of the game slash series? Uh, after England win the 2005 Ashes, after England win the World Cup 2019, after heading the 2019, or after their away Ashes win in 2010-11? That's a hell of a question. Yeah, would... I think if you out of the two most recent ones, definitely the World Cup, because yeah. you've like you fully won it headingly. You just won a test out of the series. Series, yeah, yeah, a miracle test, yeah. Whereas, yeah, you you've actually yeah, won. Like, well, and the and the match itself for the World Cup was unbelievable. Yeah. So I'd that, go that just. Yeah, but then 2005 Ashes. I was going to yeah. say 2010 Ashes before went 2005 because just the fact that you did it in Australia. Yeah, yeah. And they and they had a good side then as well, didn't yeah. they? They still had Ponting and Clark Johnson, Mitchell, yeah. Mitchell Johnson. All that lot. Yeah, so that was a strong Australian team at that point. Yeah. But then two thousand five Ashes, like the first time they won it in like twenty odd years, wasn't it? Yeah. So 
And it was at home. So that would be a, a good one for me. What are you saying, Harry? To be honest, I don't really know much about the 2005 or 10, so I'll go 2019. <laughs> <laughs> so. I, know, I know my stuff on cricket in the past few years, but anything probably sub 2015, I, I'm not reliable. <laughs> not a good source. Right, should we, um, should we go on to the best three Premier League players for the season so far? Well, it's like form as well, isn't it? It's not like you like Bruno's, Kevin De Bruyne's, and Salah's. Yeah. So I kind of, I kind of went with maybe not the three most informed players, but I went with the three like surprise packages. That yeah, have surprise. Been, that have been up there this season. I've, yeah, mine are kind of just like how well they've improved from last season, really. Yeah, I think, I think for this one, I think it's um, anyone apart from Gunda, Gundogan, Bruno, and Salah. And De Bruyne. And De Bruyne, yeah. I'll start us off because I feel like I like mine here. So um, I've got Emi Martinez from Villa. Yeah. He was very close to mine. Yeah, 20 clean sheets in his last 39 Premier League appearances. I know some of them will have been for Arsenal, but I mean, the impact he's had at Villa. Yeah. Having them smashing it in the top half. I don't think he actually played a game for Arsenal in the Premier League, did he? he played, I think he played like three or four towards the end of the last I season. I mean, it's still some going keeping a clean sheet for Arsenal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, just while we're slagging Arsenal off, one of the one of the shining stars of that Arsenal team at the minute, Bukayo Saka, yeah. five goals and three assists in his last eighteen appearances. Which I mean, with that Arsenal team, is getting decent going. He's kind of been had them on his back for the last few weeks or so, yeah. and uh, I've got the hopefully soon to be. Liverpool player Rafinha that leads six goals and six assists this season for in a I don't know if Leeds attack on paper it shouldn't be half bad but I mean Rodrigo's been disappointing uh Klitsch I mean he's not he's not a banging centre attacking mid but I mean Rafinha's been absolute quality since he's come been solid yeah they're, they're all great shouts but all three of mine are different really nice that's what we like yeah variety right do you want to go Sam right yeah so leading on from Leeds I've actually gone for Patrick Bamford I didn't I didn't expect him to actually be like towards the end of the season uh, in the top four like fourth top for goals scored with 13 goals I didn't expect that to be honest I'm going to go on for Martinez again from Villa I mean I don't think anybody expected him to do that and then you could call this one a bit controversial, actually. But I've gone for... Mighty Longstaff. No, I don't think he's actually played a minute for Newcastle, to be honest. I've gone for Ruben Diaz from Man City, centre-back. I mean, I knew, I knew he was 70 million, but I didn't expect him and John Stones to do this well. And I mean, I think he's sort of been really good with John Stones and maybe helped him a bit, but I didn't expect him to fill the boots of company that well that's interesting because i've actually got john stearns on my, my list because last season he was shocking like he was yeah. but this season with diaz and ake coming in it looked like he was going to leave but now in his last 11 games for city he's conceded two goals he scored two goals and his pass accuracy this season's been 93.8 percent, which is the highest in the league and he has been solid for city yeah and then I've got Pedro Nito at Wolves. Great job. 
five goals, five assists, five man of the matches, like nearly 90% pass accuracy. And he's just, I think that's in like 25 appearance, appearances to so like one in five games he's getting a man of the match. And then I've got Thomas Suchek at West Ham. I think he's one of the main reasons he's, West Ham have been so solid. Like eight got eight eight goals from a CDM this point in the season's class, and again he's got five man of the matches. But like honourable mentions, Emmy Martinez and Aaron Cresswell at West Ham's been playing really well as well. Yeah, nice. How old are like them? I've just I've just thought of uh, two uh, honourable mentions actually. For one, I've gone for Cancelo, Man City right back. Last season he did not he could not buy a minute of he played hardly anything. Yeah. But this uh, season, he's like first name on the team sheet for, um, no, not first name on the team sheet, but like one of their best players of the season for Man City, arguably. And then controversial before I've even started, but Callum Wilson for Newcastle, 10 goals. I mean, he's scored about three quarters of Newcastle's goals this season. And with him being injured, you can tell that we miss him. So it's hard. The only thing with Callum Wilson is he was really good at Bournemouth as well. He just is a good player. Yeah, That's yeah. my only thing. But he has done really well at Newcastle, to be fair. So, okay, I can back it. Yeah. Right. Great. Yeah, Harry. Yeah, Suchek. That's a, yeah. that's a beauty show. You could also... What's that Tottenham CDM? Oh, and Dumbley. No, yeah, and Dumbley. And, oh, and Hoiberg. Hoiberg. Yeah, it's like when you, when you saw him sign for... Something like why on earth they signed him, but he's yeah. actually been a bit of a rock. A bit of a... And if you're yeah. shouting out Cancelo, if you're shouting out Cancelo, yeah. I'm shouting out Luke Shaw. Here we go. I think I say one Come on. No, Wambasaka just is quality. He's the best defend defender in the league. Like I can I can agree. <laughs> Look at Johnny. <laughs> I can I can agree yeah, Trent's a better attacker, but he can't defend and Wambasaka is the complete opposite. To be fair, his defending's getting a lot. His defending recently is getting a lot of the Yeah. Because I'm only the first person to criticise his defending. But, I mean, I think Luke Shaw, to be fair, has been pretty class this season. I remember a um, couple of years, last couple of years, whenever um, Mo Salah was lining up on the right facing Luke Shaw, I used to, be, I used to think, oh, Salah's in yeah. right here. But, I mean, both games we've played United this season... He's absolutely pocketed Salah. He's done. He has done. That highlighted how well he's done because I thought for all money Salah was going to walk all over him, like as a Man U fan. But he's he looks like he's just lighter, quicker, more agile now. Like he used to be a bit big. Mm. I think that, I think Dom deserves a shout out as well. I mean, um, yeah. If you've watched that um, all or nothing Tottenham Hotspur on uh, yeah. Amazon Prime, there's there's a little bit where. Him and Mourinho had a bit of a fallout. Um, him and Mourinho and Levy about him not getting the game time, and he just they were just saying that if he works hard enough, he'll get in the team. So, I mean, it's clearly shown that he's been working yeah. hard and he's got into the team. And didn't in lockdown since in lockdown he was doing first lockdown he was doing extra stuff as Mourinho, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he got fined for doing that. So. And I think I think Yannick Vestergaard at Southampton's a shout. He would. He, yeah. He couldn't. He could hardly get into the starting side last season, and now this season he's solid for them. Yeah, I was thinking to add on to that question, could we do a most dis- top three disappointments of the season, like underperformers? Okay, watch us off the top of our heads now. Yeah, I think 
as much as I think Alexander-Arnold's been a bit disappointed in the season. No, I Who has? Alexander-Arnold, Trent. Oh, well, compared to last season, he has, yes, but he hasn't been, like, everyone goes through good and bad periods of form, so it's, like, it's a it's a tough one. Mm. I, I probably don't watch Liverpool enough to actually say Johnny's your man on for that. Well, I mean, he hasn't been as good as what he was last season or, say, the season before. But, I mean, he's... He's still going forward and in possession, one of our most threatening players. And mm. I mean, if I was to say if any of our uh, fullbacks have been disappointed this season, I'd say it's Robertson. Yeah. Yeah. Trent's, Trent's still got four assists this season, which is more assists in the Premier League than Saka has. And I've just been shouting him out for carrying Arsenal. So, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't say he's been a disappointment, but he hasn't been as good. I've got I've got a couple. I think Willian was decent at Chelsea. He's done nothing at Arsenal, apart from that one game where he played class and got like three assists. But yeah. I don't think Willian's done well. Gareth Bale, I don't think he's lived up to the hype. I think that was too much hype put on him when he came back. Yeah. yeah. He was at Madrid for seven years, wasn't it? And everyone expects him to be like he was when he was 21. Not 21, about when he was 23. So I think there was too much hype on him before he even stood on the pitch. I think there's I a, think... Couple, a couple for Chelsea. Havertz and uh, Ziyech in particular at Chelsea. I mean, God, you pay the money that they've paid for them to. You'd be... But I don't think Ziyech has hardly played, though, compared to the other two. And he's, he could make something out of nothing, I think. I think he's a very good footballer, Ziyech. I think Ziyech, Havertz and Bale all just need a bit more time. I think they will get into a stride and be good. But I've got another one. I think Ryan Brewster. I expected more from him at Sheffield United. Yeah. I think it's the same with Thiago as with Bale and Ziyech. I mean, coming, yeah. coming from a different league, like people are just expecting them to click. And, and then... Yeah. Yeah, I think we should move on to Six Nations Sevens. Yeah, like it. Right. Forwards. You want to go first? Seeing as you're the rugby guru. Uh, right. My forwards, I've gone Hamish Watson, CJ Stander and Justin Tipperick. I think because I've got two big ball carries there and then Justin Tipperick, he'll just hit anyone. They're all, they can all shift and I think most people will pick back rows. And then my backs, I've got DuPont at nine. Then I've got Stuart Hogg at 10 because he's played at 10 before and he's just got absolute wheels. Okay. Ring Rose in my centres and then Sammy on the wing. Yeah. Shall I go? Yeah, let's go. Yeah, go on. So I actually didn't have a... a um, I, I only had two front rowers before that, but I think I'll put in Stander. He's a bit different to Curry. I think Curry's definitely got to be in there. Great around player and Tipperick. And then I've gone <laughs> DuPont uh nine. Hog at ten. Slade at centre. I actually have gone Slade at centre as well. Oh my. <laughs> just he's just got flex. He can control a sevens game for Slade. Oh, Henry Slade's so overrated. What has he done this Six Nations? Oh. Gary Ringrose has carried and carried and made like half break after half break. Slade so think- me. 
Slade knocked about three balls on and made one half break against Italy. Leave <laughs> Ari, you'll have Daly on the wing next. But I think Slade. <laughs> Toje. Slade, when he plays with when he plays with someone who's a big ball carrier, like he played with Tuolangi, he's unbelievable. Like he sort of suits that more. But whereas I don't think he suits the uh, you got to run a line, Slade, and do all that stuff. And then do you not want that in sevens though? Yeah, but uh, you sort of want someone a bit of flair in sevens, I think. And then uh, you got um, Louise Rizamit in the wing. Yeah. Well, I've got the same backline as Harry with Dupont, Hogg, Ringrose, and uh, Rui Summit. Uh, I've got a more interesting front row. I've gone for uh, Watson, Tipperick, and Aldrit. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I nearly put Aldrit. Kind of felt like Aldrit would be like a Nakarara, like sevens player. Just big ball carrier, not so much gaps, but just nice big hands, get the offloads in. So you add a bit of flair to that front row. Yeah. I think we've all we've all got solid teams. Yeah. Could can you I, have... can I throw a massive shout out to someone? Yeah. Garbisi, the Italian fly half. I think he'd be class at sevens. And he's made the really av- he's made the really average Italian back line look half decent at times. Finn Russell. He's a shout, he's played well. I just feel like he'd be a bit of a letdown defensively. Yeah. And so, yeah. No hiding. I was thinking, could you put Luke Cowan-Dickey? He seems like he's a bit of an athlete, Luke Cowan-Dickey, doesn't he? I think if you were yeah. to it, it would probably be Cowan-Dickey. Out of any yeah. six nations, I think Cowan-Dickey or Jamie George. No, I don't think Jamie George would hack it on a summer's pitch. Nah. Because Luke Cowan-Dickey's just that little bit smaller, isn't he? Which isn't a bad thing, because he's probably just as powerful, if not more. But on you, sevens, it'd be good. I'll tell you who we're missing out on here, actually, massively, and who started their career as a bit of a seven specialist, uh, Ty Byrne. I, I actually was close to it. He's in my honourable mentions. I've got him and Aldrich. And yeah. then I've got Garbisi and Teddy Tomat in my uh, my backs for honourable mentions. I Teddy Tom, I think Ty Byrne's probably been arguably the player of the tournament so far. So to be fair, I don't know how and why I've left him on my team now. I think about it. I think, I think he has been player of the tournament so yeah. far. More controversy for the lines, second row choices. I think Itoje would definitely start. I think Itoje has to. I can't. He is yeah, the best second row in the world. Definitely. And we then, run. yeah, it's going to be hard out of Tyburn and Johnny Gray. Johnny Gray's mm. at a six stations and a half as well. I don't think he's been at the levels Tyburn's been at, though. No. Mm. Right, I think we get on to the, the big one. Of my players. This is going to cause some very interesting discussion. Do you want me to start off? Yeah, let's start, with, start with your back five. Right. <laughs> All man, you. Schmeichel, Neville, Ferdinand, Vidic, Evra. Oh, here we go. It's solid, though. Like, okay, honourable mentions to Terry and Cole, but. I think Vidic is just, he's class to watch. And then Schmeichel and Gold, solid. I think everyone has Schmeichel and Gold, do they? No. No? Yeah. No. I nearly went for someone else in Gold, but I'll reveal that when we get to it. I thought Van der Sar was in with a shout as well, because he's... Mm. Right. Yeah. 
do you two want to do your back fives and we kind of do it like that or shall I run through my whole team? You're missing, you're missing out. You're missing out with your keeper. You've missed out Petr Cech. 200 yeah. sheets, Premier League record, four Premier League titles, four Golden Gloves. And then I've gone for uh, Zabaleta at right back. I just hate Gary Neville for passion. And uh, I have a strong belief that if Gary Neville was trying to be a professional footballer modern day, he, he wouldn't be good enough to make it. Uh, Zabaleta, 300 Premier League appearances, two Premier Leagues, two League Cups, FA Cup, won it all with City by the Champions League. And he was just, I don't know, I'd say he's, he was he was a big part of that team. I wouldn't say rebuild of City, but like the team that kind of laid the laid the way for the team that are winning everything at the minute. And then uh, I've gone company at centre-back with John Terry. Um, I'd probably say John Terry is probably the best centre-half in Premier League history. Apart from Nemanja Vidic, but yeah. I don't know, I think, I think Terry was at the levels that Vidic was at in the Premier League, but just for longer, yeah. I, cu- I can back having John Terry in, but I do think Vidic is better than company. Like, And I, I have a strong belief that Vidic and Ferdinand are both better than company. But no. I, c- I can back a John Terry. Tony Adams as well is in with a shout. Yeah, Tony know. Adams and Vidic were very close to a, my other centre-back partnership. But I just thought, like at the time, City... Like you look at Man United's team under Alex Ferguson, they were all like in their own way leaders. Whereas that City team, you had a lot of foreign players, not many leaders. I think company was huge for them. And then uh, there's a toss up between Ashley Cole and Luis Evera. But I mean, as a big Luis Suarez fan, I'm not Patrice Evera's biggest fan. So I've backed Ashley Cole. To be fair, our back, fr- our back fives are very solid, but. Yeah. Both very solid, but very different, which is good. Love a bit of variety. Exactly. I've gone um, Schmeichel. Yeah. And I've gone Gary Neville, right back. Ferdinand and Terry, and then Teresa Evler, left back. I think that's the most unbiased out of the three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'll give you that. I think Sam's like the moderator. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, you two all support top two teams, don't you? Where I support Newcastle. <laughs> He's been good for them in the Premier League. You've just been clutching onto Alan Shearer as you like so to fame good. to fame. He will be mentioned. Right. We we did the four four two, like two wingers, two centre mids, two strikers, did you? I've actually gone four three three because I had to fit three up top. Yeah, I've gone. Fair enough. You're you're gonna hate mine. So first name on the team sheet, the best Premier League player ever. I've gone Skulls. Oh, pack it in. And then I was I was genuinely sat here debating Lampard and Gerard for ages. But it's not even I, th- I think I put Gerard in just because I've got like my wingers and two strikers are goal scorers. Like and then my two wingers, left wing, I've got Ryan Giggs, right wing, Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh. oh. And then and then my strikers are Eric Cantona and Thierry Henry. But oh. honourable honourable mention to he Wayne Rooney. Alan Shearer. No. He he was a great poacher, but I mean I think better players are Cantona and Thierry Henry. I don't think a great poacher is someone who scores the most Premier League goals and is still a, is still ahead by fifty odd. I, think I just don't think he was as are. good of a player as Thierry Henry or Eric Cantona. 
Yes, and he wasn't in as good te- as good as teams with those two, was he? Let's be honest. Exactly. Newcastle and Burnley. You don't expect someone to Blackburn. Be- Blackburn, Blackburn, sorry. Uh, you don't expect someone in Newcastle and Blackburn to be all-time goal scorer in Premier League. See, I've, I've, I rate Cantona very highly, but I think putting Cantona in your all-time Premier League teams similar to putting Suarez in your all-time team. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do get your point. Maybe, maybe that is one that. I can rethink like if he was there for longer. Yeah. Hundred percent. But then, I'm trying to think how I could do it. I could actually probably play Schools and Gerard a bit deeper. Yeah. Then have like Ronaldo, Ronaldo, because I'd want Ronaldo, Henri, and you could have a four-three-three. Have like Schools, Lampard, Gerard, and then have Ronaldo, Henri, and Shearer. That could probably be a bit better. Stop, stop stealing my thunder, right? I, I don't think I don't think you could have um, Ronaldo in because he made his name in Spain, didn't he? Really? No, right. no. He did everything in Spain. So John Boy's gone for uh, midfield three. Vieira sitting. I mean, what an absolute legend that guy was. Uh, three hundred plus Premier League appearances, three Premier League titles, winning a player player of the season award from CDM. I mean, not many can say that. Um, then I've got Gerard and Lampard to his left and right. I mean, Gerard, arguably the greatest player to ever play in the Premier League, carried a completely average Liverpool team to the 2005 Istanbul Champions League. He has, he has a, a FA Cup final named after him just for how good he was. I mean, 120 goals, 92 assists, not bad going. Then we've got uh, Lampard, the other side of Vieira. Chelsea's record scorer, 170 probably goals. I mean, it's not too shabby, but I mean, if Gerard was in that team, he'd hit 250. And then uh, a, a frightful front three. We've got um, Henri on the left, two Premier League titles, two Player of the Year awards, four Golden Boots, 175 Premier League goals. Then uh, on the right, Harold's going to hate this. Mo Salah, 100, 124 goal involvements in a hundred. Oh my! Two golden boots. The only, <laughs> the only Premier League winger to score more goals than um, Mo Salah is Ryan Giggs, and he did it in 360 games more. So I think Salah's 35 goals behind, having played 400, 400 games less. I can't believe you've not put Ronaldo in and you've put Mo Salah over Cristiano Ronaldo. So I actually looked at I looked at the stats for this and in twenty-five more games, Ronaldo had two goal involvements less than Mo Salah. Yeah, but did you like And Ronaldo Ronaldo included a prime Wayne Rooney. It was arguably a very, very close call for playing on the right. And Tevez, yeah. But Ronaldo, the way he played at Man U, his like flair, he just made defenders look silly with all his step overs and stuff. I just think Ronaldo has to be in it. Like he, he's the best. Whether he gets in the Premier League team because he's maybe not been there long enough, he's the best player to ever play in the Premier. No, because no. the thing is, the thing is, if Ronaldo, if Ronaldo retired after he finished his spell at United, like say he broke his leg and had to retire, he would not be. Remembered the same way. The same way as what he has after he's been to Real Madrid. He won, he won all his Ballon d'Ors in Real Madrid, didn't he? Yeah. 
So yeah. I'll, I'll I'll come in and moderate the rest of this team then. And then Shearer, Shearer up top. 260 Premier League goals, three consecutive golden boots. As Sam's already rightfully said, carried a Newcastle team, carried a black team to the night four. And he's just a record goal scorer. Easy pick. So I've gone um, Gerard. I think he picks himself from a team like this, to be honest. Um, and then Scholes. Um, Paul Scholes, yeah. Quality player. Uh, yeah, that's enough, that, enough said about him. And then I've gone Thierry Henry at left mid. Did you say Scholes? Yeah, I said Scholes, yeah. <laughs> and See, it. Johnny, when, when biased is not a thing, Paul Scholes walks into that team. So you're telling me Paul Scholes is a better player than Vieira? Yes. You're telling yes. me Paul Scholes is better than Gerard. You know, you know what my attacking mindset's like in football? You know, you think... I've got Gerard in as well. I do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Johnny, Johnny's got both in. I, can't, I genuinely can't believe you picked Scholes in that And team. then I've gone, besides that, I've gone Terry Henry at left mid because I know that he played a... He played a bit on his left, didn't he? So I can make room for my two strikers. And then Mo Salah, as Johnny pointed out, two golden boots. On course for a third one by a long way. Yeah. I'm genuinely gobsmacked. He's probably got like three more seasons, three, four, five more seasons left in him. And he'll probably do a lot more then. But can I... Um, a little... Uh, a little uh, mention for someone who's uh, very underrated but has a very good career. Uh, hang on, let me pull up his stats before I get absolutely rinsed for this. Something like David Ginola or someone like that. No, it's Seb, Seb Fa- Ses Fabregas. Oh, here we go. Cracking player. He is uh, class, but look at the names of the players that play in his position. Oh, wait, I, 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 haven't, I haven't told you. <laughs> At Arsenal, FA Cup 2004-2005, Beauty Shield 2004, and Champions League runner-up in 2006. Oh, big trophies then. I know. At Chelsea, uh, Chelsea Premier League, uh, two Premier Leagues, two FA Cups, and uh, UEFA Europa League. Oh, the big Europa League. <laughs> um, but coming off shot on that, he also won a World Cup and two Euros as well. So I think he's very underrated. Surely think... you've only mentioned him to just try and be a bit edgy. There is no way he's in the team. Yeah, I'm just. You know what my style is like. It's got to pick some. I'm going to be. I'm going to be edgy and give a shout out to David Silva because he's just pure flair. Robin and, Van Persie's another shout if we're going. Get out. And then I've gone Shearer as a Newcastle legend. Uh, don't know how he did what he did in Newcastle and Blackburn shirt. And then I've gone Wayne Rooney. It you know probably, what, Sam? I'll, I'll rate your team. Your crap. team's probably... It, it's Rooney. T9. Apart from, apart from Mo Salah, I'm genuinely fuming at that, that you two have picked Mo Salah in your team. How can you, how how can you honestly not pick him in your team? No, uh, Ronaldo. Ronaldo in the Premier League had something like 80 goals and yeah, 40 assists. He just, he was different like, though. He, he's, all his skills and stuff, like, I see Mo Salah, like, yes, he scores goals and he's a cracking player, but just the skills and the way Ronaldo just beat defenders for fun. Like, is someone is someone skinning an opponent with a Maradona turn, four step overs, and then a rainbow flick? Is that is that is that going to win games or the goals win games? The assists win. Just Ronaldo's flair just wins games. He's just got that effect. Oh, here we go. No, to be fair, yeah, Sam, I can kind of I, I can agree with your team to some extent. Whereas, yeah. Ronaldo, 118 
goal involvements in 196 appearances, Mo Salah 124 in 146. I'll, I'll, I'll let the numbers do the talking, big lad. Right. So I reckon we'd go for a combined one because this will be very interesting. Oh, yeah. Can I, can I also say on the topic of Ronaldo, I saw this very interesting thing about him on Instagram. Since joining uh, Juventus, Juventus signed him to win the Champions League, but they've done worse with him and they've and they've done worse with him than they did before. They've, they've also won. They also failed to win a Serie A with him. Uh, so I think he's been a bit of a failure on his standards when he's joined Juventus. I just think, I just don't think that just because they signed this one world-class player, he's then meant to like carry the team to do everything. Like that Juventus side is not at the levels like your Bayerns and Man City's are at the minute and, and Liverpool's past few years. So I don't think you can blame Juventus not winning the Champions League on him. I feel like this other clubs have got stronger and Juventus have signed one player and now I expect to win the Champions League. Like you can say, Johnny, Liverpool squad past few years has got so much better. And like Bayern Munich. Yeah. I mean in terms of the teams though, the cities, the Bayern Munichs, I don't think Liverpool have anywhere near the squad depth that they have. No. no you, it is. You see our front three at the minute. And well, before we signed Jota. If we wanted to bring an attacking option off the bench, we'd bring on Minamino or Diva Carigi. And you see teams like uh, Bayern Munich. Or City, for that fact. Bringing Gnabry and people like that off the bench. City City had 500 million on their bench. City's, City's bench against West Ham was Rodrigo, Bernardo Silva. Phil Foden is probably worth like a lot now. Raheem Sterling, uh, Gabriel Jesus... Laporte, Mendy, and Cancelo was all on City's bench. That's, that's mental. That's at least 600 million. million. Yeah. How much do you reckon Foden would go for right now if, if someone was to buy Foden? 100 mil? Yeah, I was going to say about 100 mil. No less. He won't go for any less yeah, than 100 mil. In a few more seasons, it'll be like 150. But when does he get to, to get to a. Yeah, true. The way, the way he's going, he could be a generational talent. Yeah, it's like uh, you see Pep said um, we won't sell him because he's that good. They're not they're not going to sell Phil Foden no matter what. Well, for for a player to come come through their academy and like start games now in a City squad that good is saying something, right? Combined, what are we saying? Schmeichel in goal. Yeah. How? Pep check more Premier League clean sheets than anyone else by about thirty. No, Big two to one. Two Big to one. Because uh, without him, I wouldn't have thought to put Petr Cech in my team. I know he's a key yeah. as well. I'll just. Yeah. No. Should we just go through and literally vote? We can't, like, because I know right wing, I'm going to have some serious issues, but I'll just have to accept it. Yeah, right, I'll, I'll cave, I'll cave and let you off, Schmeichel. I'll, I'll give right, you that. Right back, I'm going Neville, but Zabaleta is a fair shout. I can. I can. Yeah, though, since. Johnny brought up Zabaleta. I think I might actually have a Zabaleta, actually. Yeah, because we'll take Zabaleta. He, he, was, he was underrated in that uh, oh, yeah. City squad. Oh, yeah. You never heard Zabaleta being talked about, did you, really? Fine. Um, it's it's two, 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 two to one, I can't argue. Right. I think Vidic, Terry, yeah. Evra. 
But yeah, I can get behind that. Yeah, so. I think that's fair. So are we going 4 3 3 then? Yeah. I'm going to have to cave to having Skulls as CDM as much as I hate to admit it, but Vieira was a lot better player. Who else has well, been rock solid CDM in the Prem? I, th- I think we go Skulls like CDM and then I know they haven't played well together for England, but Lampard and Gerrard, I think. Yeah. If we're judging on the players themselves, like they are the ones you'd put in. Yeah. Hmm. I think we've got to go uh, Henri on the left. Shearer is striker, no matter what we say. Then I'd play Rooney on the right over Salah. Come on, the thing is, though... If, if you're playing two up top, I could completely get behind playing Wayne Rooney. But I'd play Salah on the right over Rooney. I'd play, Salah, I'd play uh, Rooney as a number 10 before I played him out on the right. Yeah. Because I want True. him... I want him harassing the defenders. Like, I don't want him stood out in the wide channels. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, I want Ronaldo on the right, but I know I'm not going to get that. So, Sam, it's up to you. Who do you reckon? Ronaldo or Salah? Oh, Salah. Henry yeah. Slade. Mario <laughs> 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 So, that's a good team, to be fair. That's a, that's a, that's a naughty little combined. But if you think about it, that team compared to... Uh, 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 what do you call it? Spanish league team, Eng- English all time, Spanish Premier League all time compared to La Liga. I don't know. I think I think it'd be a good game. I think it'd be closer than you think. Yeah, La Liga would absolutely hammer us. I think. No, because I know you're thinking like Xavi, Iniesta, those kind of players in centre mid. But I, do I don't think. Spit one out uh, off just off the top of your head. What La Liga? Yeah. 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 Like, to see us. See David Villa. Daniel Alves at right back. Yeah. Puyol yeah. Ramos centre halves. Yeah. Very good player, PK. PK or Puyol? I think Ramos is. Yeah, Ramos. I I go Puyol as well. I go Puyol. Ramos and Puyol. I imagine playing against that. Yeah. Marcelo over Jordi Alba at left back. Yeah, I think so. I I love what Marcelo brings to the team. Yeah. We're going three in midfield. Yeah. Xavi, Xavi and Iniesta straight in. Busquets, Busquets, most underrated player, arguably, of all time. Modric, Cruz. I've got to go Busquets. They're close, but yeah, Busquets. We might have to sit sit Xavi at the base of a triangle and fit Ronaldinho or Zidane in there. Yeah. Oh, this could be a flary, flary team. Messi on the right, Ronaldo on the left. Yeah. Who'd you go for the middle? R9? I I think you would. Ronaldo, surely. Brazilian Ronaldo through the middle. Yeah. Suarez, that that uh, MSN, Messi, Neymar, Suarez, my God. But R9 was different. If he didn't get as many injuries, he yeah. was on to be. He'd take over the world. I think if you've got to go for a player out of Real Madrid and Barcelona, I think Griezmann, would you put Griezmann in maybe? No, not a chance. No, but if you've you got time. Yeah. Oh, all time. Um, if you got to fit somebody in who's not, get one player who's not Barcelona or Real Madrid, who would you say? Godin at centre back. That's what I'm calling. Godin, yeah. Juan Fran. <laughs> Jan Oblak. I mean, he's playing. Shit, yeah. He's playing at the minute, but how far off is he to the keepers? We've said. Yeah. He's he is rated Oblak. How we've not got like a. Uh, FIFA team of the year or like uh, like the 
the Ballon d'Or team of the year thing. How he's not gotten that yet. I do like your Griezmann shot though, actually. At Atletico, he was solid. Yeah, yeah. You could say you could say David Villa when when he was at uh, David Villa, Valencia, yeah. and at Barca as well. Samuel Leto. I watched that um, Barcelona thing about Pep Guardiola, and he was oh, quite, that was good. Quite big in that. How do you actually think that team would get on against the Premier League team? Mm. I say it's definitely two different styles of play. Oh, 100%. The Prem team's just solid. Like, they are physical. Yeah. I think it'd be interesting. That's, yeah, that's, it's like... There's so much flair in that La Liga team. Yeah. Like, if, if that... If the Prem team was to win, it wouldn't be by many goals because that team just doesn't look as likely to score lots of goals as the La Liga one. Yeah, yeah. We but should make it happen. Just that midfield. <laughs> just that midfield that would be for the La Liga team. Iniesta and Xavi. But, yeah. but then you've got like Zidane, Ronaldinho, Rivaldo as well. Oh, yeah. We're doing an injustice to some players, man. Uh, yeah, like... Who are you giving... Modric. Who are you giving the armband to in each team? Yeah. As well, Xavi Alonso. Oh, I think... Yeah, yeah. I think Puyol's got to get the arm on. Casillas. Oh, oh yeah. They've got so many leaders in there. Xavi, Iniesta, Puyol, Ramos, Casillas. I'll give it to Puyol. The stories I've heard about Puyol. Like, I think he's captain. I reckon he's a motivational person. I reckon he gives some team talks on that half. Yeah. Who do you reckon for the, for the Prem one? Who, who are you saying? Gerard. Yeah. I'd be tempted to give it to... One of the centre backs. I yeah. think Vidic or Terry, I think, could be a solid captain. Gerard all day. Gerard or Salah? Salah. Oh, you're just saying this to wipe me off. I was going to. I nearly bit. I nearly bit. I nearly bit. I nearly bit. He hasn't even been boys. He hasn't even captain Liverpool. No, I was about to say, yeah. But could you say as well? Shearer. Shearer was a bit of a leader back in the day. Yeah, he was. Thierry um, Henry, was he a captain? Yeah, he captained Arsenal for a bit. Shall I chuck a few questions out there? They are sporty, but not like an individual sport. Do you want me to do a few football ones just while we're on? Football? Yeah, go for it. Go for it. All right. So, um, first one up. Would you rather you get you get a free season ticket for the rest of your life, but you have to go everywhere as a in that full kit? So, say Harry got a Man United season ticket for the rest of his life, but everywhere he went, he had to be in full Manchester United kit. Would you do it or just give up and sit and watch it at home? It's a tough one because straight away you'd say you'd do it, but then the more you think about it, <laughs> the more you think like... Well, when you're an 80-year-old lad walking around in a Man United kit, you might look a bit of a... 80 is not so bad. It's, yeah. it's more like your wedding day, yeah. I was thinking. That one came to mind. <laughs> someone's funeral walk up in your Man United kit. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, Sam, Sam skipped the whole way through life without picturing himself at a wedding or anything like that just to get to a... <laughs> yeah, but imagine that though you're going, you're going on holiday and you're just sat on the beach and you're full man you kid yeah, it sucks right up to the knees <laughs> shin pads in with your astro tears on <laughs> right and the second one is um, who would you rather has half as your marquee summer signing the David Luiz who'd give away a goal basically every game or the Fernando, Tor- uh, Fernando Torres that couldn't hit a barn door with a banana. 
I'd rather have Torres. Yeah, really. Just because, just because I feel like if your striker's not scoring, it's 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 not awful. Like it is awful, but like your midfielders can could bag a goal or two. Yeah. Whereas if if you've got a centre back that's constantly doing what David Luiz does, you're just <laughs> done for. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, I can get, I can respect that. I've got a saw this on TikTok the other day. I thought this will do for the pod. Um. So it's uh, start, bench, sell, release, and it's Mbappe, Haaland. I don't know how Greenwood's on this list, but it's Mbappe, Haaland, Greenwood, and Sancho. Start, bench, sell, release. Start Mbappe, bench Haaland, sell, Sancho, release Greenwood. Yeah. What's the difference between sell and re- release? Is just no money, is it? Yeah, you get nothing. You get, you for get it. a bit of money for selling. I'm going... Could you sell Mbappe? Um, what do you get for him? That's the thing. If you think of it... No, I'm going Mbappe, Sancho, Haaland. Like, so, so I'm selling Haaland because he'd bring in money. And I'm keeping Sancho because if I'm having... I'd rather have Mbappe and Sancho playing in balls and stuff than just having Haaland and Mbappe because they play a similar role and then releasing Greenwood. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But if, could you, if you put um, Phil Foden into that equation, what are you doing there? What's the trick on? I'm keeping Phil Foden. He's generational. Yeah. Who would you release out of that lot then? I'd probably sell Haaland. I'd sell Haaland. I mean, if you've got players like Foden and Mbappe that will create the chances. You've got, yeah, you've got to keep Mbappe and Foden, I think. And the other three, just Haaland's going to get you the most money. You can have a 70 rated striker that would finish off some of the chances that Foden and Mbappe create. So, you, so you're releasing um, Greenwood? Every uh, time. Sancho, sorry. Oh, Sancho, yeah. Release Sancho. Because I reckon uh, Haaland would go for more than Sancho. Yeah. I still reckon <laughs> get like 100 million, for, 80 million for Sancho. For Haaland, though, is he's released, his release goes in like 70 odd million, isn't it? Oh, God. I mean, it's not so much. If he goes for that much. Dortmund won't let him go for less than 120, I don't think. They'd be stupid not to. Well, they're, they're used to selling the players, aren't they? Yeah, true. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking when we were doing the La Liga, you can't really do a, a Bundesliga team of the season because you think about it, Dortmund has sold all their good players to bigger clubs. So with Bayern, they sold Cruz, didn't they? Yeah. So you can't really sort of... Not many players, like... I know you've got your Philip Lambs and your Schweinsteigers, Robin. But I mean, like, Rivers. There's not too many huge names that stick around in the Bundesliga, is there? The only one you can think of is Marco Royce, who's stayed around his whole career. Unless you're at the Yeah. The Bundesliga is a bit of like a... It's like league, that French league. It's a bit of like a stepping stone, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it's like a farmer's league. You've got your few good clubs and the rest are just a bit poor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. I've got a got a question. Let's hear it. Where is it? I've lost it. Would you I've got a couple. Would you rather stay on a below average team or join your rival and win a title? I'd never I'd never go to Everton. I'd rather do what Gerard did, stay at Liverpool. Easy. I could back that. I could never if I I could never go to City or Liverpool. I just Yeah. See I did, would you I didn't mention United there because I don't see them on our level. 
<laughs> so I don't really see them as arrivals. So no, we're we're a few above you because I mean you've only won like one Premier League. So I mean, so, what yeah. can we say? How many Champions League United got? This debate could go on for ages. Couldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> we we are the two biggest clubs in English football. Oh yeah, easily. Like I definitely say that the Man U Liverpool rivalry is the biggest in England. Oh, one hundred percent. Would you rather play an amazing game but lose, or play an average game and win? Average game and win. Nothing I hate more in life than losing. I know, and it it doesn't even say play a bad game. You've just played average, like. We'll settle for average when we smell. Exactly. I've just um, searched up searched up some questions actually. What is the most unbreakable record in sport? I can't see anyone scoring more than 400 in a test match after Brian Lowry did that. No. I think Lewandowski's five goals in nine minutes is going to be pretty hard to beat as well. What about Mane's hat-trick? Is that oh, the one that was like 12 minutes? Yeah, no, that was in like... Six minutes? Yeah, it's, mm. it's like that was unbelievable. Fair enough. I think it's tough because well, I think... I'd like to also say Lewis Hamilton. I, was, I knew he was going to be... Oh. But when he wins this next, he's going to win the world title this year. Uh, no one's beaten that for a long time. I mean, sorry. Alex, Alex Scopes and uh, Aidan Garrett have asked us to shout out F1 on the part. I refused and said it's not, it's not really a proper sport, so I wouldn't do it for them. Oh, it's, not, it's not a sport. The only reason people will beat Lewis Hamilton in the future is for the same reason he wins. They'll get faster cars. Yeah, they'll do nothing themselves. They'll, they'll train their neck a little bit. <laughs> and then they'll get faster cars. Oh, there's a lot more to it than that. We went into this argument last week. Because yeah. you can't tell me that if you stick him in a Fiat 500 going around that track, he'd be as fast. It's He's reliant yeah. on his car. Different things, Harry. If Formula designed cars designed to go like 200 miles an hour, <laughs> and whatever you decide to carry a, a fat obese lad to, from Darlow to Richmond. You wouldn't get a fat obese lad in a feet last. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I do think I've never really been to into F1. I've just, I've just got the pod title for this one there. Would Lewis Hamilton be able to do it in a Fiat Panda? <laughs> <laughs> We're sorted for the title. Right, I think we've we've got a nice few things. Yeah, in the last image of Lewis Hamilton driving a Fiat Panda, that's where we'll end today. Yeah, and we'll watch the Six Nations games that are on tomorrow because we're filming this before the Six Nations games, aren't we, lads? Oh, yeah. yeah we're not behind anything, don't worry. Yeah, then Six Nations will be out by next Saturday. Editing time, obviously. Got a schoolwork and all that. Yeah, right. Thanks for listening, if you're still here. Yeah, thank you for staying around again. Cheers, lads. Cheers, right. See Cheers, you next boys. time.